0: It's Al Kendall, and welcome to another edition of Album Sides, where I put together a collection of songs that are connected in some way and would make up a terrific side of a vinyl record if anybody had ever been cool enough to put them together and release it as such. Won't you please let me be your k man? And on today's show, we have a very, very special edition, uh, not just the usual special edition that we have, but it's a very, very special edition because it's our salute to Irish rock. And we have a special guest here in the studio. It's my good buddy, Billy. How you doing, Billy? Hey,
1: Al. How are you, man?
0: Doing all right. Doing all right. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, And Billy's going to chime in on a few things. And also, I had him bring his guitar along to see if that won't rock things up a little bit for us on this very rocking holiday. Um, We are celebrating the music of Ireland, and uh, we're going to just jump right into things uh, and start talking about one of the earliest successful Irish rock acts, which was the band Them, led by Belfast-born Van Morrison, who continued producing hits as a solo artist like uh, Brown Eyed Girl, Wild Night, Moondance, Sweet Thing, Tupelo Honey, Tupelo Honey, Astral Week. Yeah. Um, uh, You got a little uh, bit of Brown Eyed Girl for me? (laughs) The song every musician needs to play. There you go.
1: Days when the rains came down in the hollow
0: a play
1: playing a new game.
0: Yeah, there you go, there you go. Brown eyed <laughs> girl, there you go. And, sha-la-la-la yeah everybody knows that one and uh, like I said moon dance is a classic and uh and wild night which was a cool and uh mellencamp did a version of that at some point right? did. yeah um and my favorite sweet thing which you know uh, uh, the water boys actually did a version of which is cool and we'll be talking about them a little bit later but uh our playlist however is going to include one from that band them uh a song called gloria <laughs> which is the first song every guitarist learns. It's a simple three-chord song. It's so simple. How simple is it? (laughs) It's so simple that, according to author Dave Barry, you can throw a guitar off a cliff, and as it bounces off the rocks on the way down, it will, all by itself, play Gloria. It's true. It is. so, uh, So to prove the point... Um, and you've already heard how simple it is, but to prove the point, we're going to follow it up with a song called that woman's got me drinking, uh, by Shane McGowan. And, uh, the band was called the Popes, uh, which was his solo act after leaving the Pogues or breaking up the Pogues, uh, which was the Irish punk band, Celtic punk, if you will, uh, that he, yeah, that he had, uh, uh originated. Uh, and you probably know them best, uh, maybe with Fairy Tale of New York, um, which is a great Christmas classic about Christmas evening in the drunk tank um, a duet with Kirsty McCall. But anyway, uh, now, McGowan was actually born in England, but his parents were both from Dublin, and it definitely has a, an Irish flavor to it. And I, I, you know, that woman's got me drinking. There's nothing more. St. Patrick's Day than that, I'm thinking. Uh, although I don't think he can necessarily blame the women uh, for his drinking. If you've ever seen the, have you ever seen the uh, biography on him? Mm-hmm. He he uh, tips the bottle a wee much. He does. It's a it's a sad tale, but an amazing um, uh, poet, shall we say? And I mean, just just an incredible, Definitely. incredible guy. Um, but speaking of Dublin, his parents were from Dublin, but that was also the birthplace of you two. Uh, all four members were either Irish or lived in Ireland, and uh, started to playing together in, I guess, the late seventies, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um. And recorded. Uh, what what year would you say the debut album? The debut album came out in nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. All right. So, and uh, by the time they got to the third album um, in eighty two, I'm guessing. Uh, There was a guy named Steve Wickham. Do you know who Steve Wickham is? I don't. Enlighten me. Steve Wickham met the guitarist, The Edge, at a bus station or a bus stop and uh, offered the band his violin services. He said, you know, I play violin and everything, like if you want me to sit in on anything. So they brought him down to the studio and he played the classic violin part on Sunday, Sunday was, bloody Sunday! Sunday I did not know yeah, that. Steve Wickham, uh, uh, of course, you 2 I mean, crap! They've been—they're still putting stuff out, right? Absolutely. What's your favorite?
1: I tend to to like the earlier U2. I kind of outgrew them. I shouldn't say I outgrew them because I still love them. But it was like when I was in high school, I was obsessed with them, and then shortly into college, they to my ears became too commercial and I didn't like them as much. Sure, but, sure, but they're still on. awesome.
0: Well, and uh, something that uh, you pointed out earlier is when we were talking about Gloria and how simple and, and uh, uh, that is and, and how many songs actually sound like yeah, Gloria. So the, because The, the, the Edge a, stole it. Even The Edge stole it on what? Very nice, nice. right? So maybe I'll have to include that. I'll put that on the extended cassette version of album sides. I love Um,
1: when you put the cassettes
0: out. Yeah. I mean, you can always get bonus tracks on a cassette, so we'll have to do that. Uh, But I'll probably be putting Sunday Bloody Sunday on this one so we can hear Steve Wickham's uh, violin and everything like that, right? All right, so speaking of Steve Wickham, we're uh, also going to move on to his work with uh, the Waterboys. I mentioned them earlier, uh, having done a uh, version of Sweet Thing by... Uh, Van Morrison, but Steve Wickham and uh, several other Irish musicians joined the Scottish band Waterboys and put out an album called uh, Fisherman's Blues in 1988, which is a perfect album. It is so good. Every single song is so good. Uh, Most of it is very, very uh, traditional Irish sounding, but yeah, a little bit rocked up and kind of cool. Uh, But I'm going to include a song called World Party just because it's my favorite and uh one of the guys mike scott i think went on to to is his i'm gonna have to look that up <laughs> i can't remember which guy there were there were two main guys in the water boys and one of them went on to to play with the world to have a band called world, world party um so i'm gonna have to double check i remember numbers, the band so. world party but yeah. i don't remember who the front man was. yeah it was it was a split off uh, and if i could think of the other guy's name that would be better but hey uh it's not like people are on here for trivia or anything all right so bonus points to whoever can chime in and uh, let me know uh who was with world party and who the other guy was all right so uh moving right along we've got another alternative group from 1988 is the dublin-based celtic rock group hot house flowers you remember them i do what do do you know any songs i don't I mean, you, to, even to name. I don't. Whatever. Yeah, well, I, just, I, I just didn't just either. i them. Yeah, yeah. Them. Well, it sounded familiar, and I was like, well, that sounds like a cool group, right? So I pulled it up, um, and we are going to listen to a song uh, uh, called I'm Sorry from their debut album, 1988. But it has been mentioned, and I have no uh, actual proof of this to back it up, but it, it's been called the most successful debut album in Irish history. That's a bold statement it is a bold statement if we, if we think about uh, you, whether you two or Sinead O'Connor or whoever like uh, you know that's uh, curious uh, but I, I don't have I have a billboard book but that's only good for the US. I don't know how to check the Irish <laughs> stats there but um, anyway all right so um, and, and, and since we're in the 80s and sort of that alternative vibe, um, we're going to throw on come on Eileen uh, by Dexie's Midnight Runners. Um, now they are a British band, but they did have the violin duo, the Emerald Express, and uh, who were actually um, British, um, and as well as, well actually, uh, Dexie's Midnight Runners.
1: You're but, wondering. You're wondering where they got their name. Yeah, well, right?
0: I, I am. And, and and he actually he asked me if I know, and and I don't know. And I I wouldn't even let him tell me. I want to I want to hear this. You, you wanted to find. You wanted the reveal live and in person. I want to experience this with with my whole listening public.
1: Okay, they took the name from Dexedrine, which was a popular upper or speed that they would take to stay up all night and party. It's kind of similar to what the mods took oh. uh, in the '60s, but. Uh, Dexie's Midnight Runner, if you popped a Dexie, you'd be up running at midnight. So, there is your name.
0: I had no idea. And now, you do too. (laughs) Uh, Brought to you by Al Kendall's Album Sides, featuring Billy Drysdale. Um, But also, uh, speaking of, come on, Eileen, Eileen, uh, the girl in the video who plays Eileen, is Irish. Even though the band wasn't, she is. Her name is Mary, or Marie Fahey? I believe. That's pretty Irish. And uh, she, uh, she is Irish, as is her sister, believe it or not. They're both Irish. Really? Her sister being Siobhan Fahey, the singer for both Shakespeare's Sister and Bananarama. Now there's something I didn't know. Now you do. Um, and so, yeah, so we're going to have to throw some Bananarama in there. You know, not all these songs are going to be uh, uh, Irish-influenced or anything like that. We're but just, it'll be
1: a cool summer. Yeah, it will or be. a
0: cruel summer. It'll be a cruel summer. <laughs> it'll be a cool tune about a cruel summer uh, from 1983, so we're going to throw that on there. Um, now, uh, speaking of the ladies, you know, we're going to transition right into a few hey, famous ladies! <laughs> Irish ladies. Um so one of them, uh, another Dubliner, would be Imelda May. And you probably know more about her than I do. Um, I, know that, I know she did a tribute album with Jeff Beck, a uh, tribute to uh, Les Paul and Mary Ford. Mm-hmm. That much I knew. Amelda May kind
1: of embodies the 40s or 50s pinup girl um, she has done a lot of rockabilly in her time, which, you know, is certainly my jam. Um, and, you know, she's she's an amazing talent, an amazing voice. Uh, and if I'm correct in thinking, uh, her husband is the guitarist in her band, and that's Big Band Handsome Man,
0: one of her songs, is about him. Oh, wow. So we'll just have to play that song uh, for him. <laughs>
1: Now that's a woman singing, and I can't
0: sing. Oh, I can't sing it. Either. A big, bad, handsome man.
1: Wah, right.
0: so at least I got that for you. All right. So, <laughs> um, moving right along uh, with the ladies, uh, is, uh, and I ask you, what St. Patrick's Day celebration would be complete without a song about an African tribe, which was referred to in Alex Haley's novel Roots? Well, I couldn't <laughs> tell you. <laughs> Because there's nothing that says St. Patrick's Day like Alex Haley's Roots, right? (laughs) right. But um, it is true that the tribe mentioned in the book is the Mandinka tribe. Ah, I see where you're going Uh with this one. There we go. Uh, Which provided the title for the breakthrough single of the Irish-born singer-songwriter Sinead O'Connor. And do you know who played guitar on that? I'm going to say Marco Peroni. You are correct. <laughs> uh, former Adam aunt, Adam's aunt, one of Adam's former aunts, Marco Peroni. Great, The great, super underrated Marco Peroni. Absolutely, he's incredible. But he plays on that whole album. He also plays on her second album on songs like um, "Nothing Compares to You," which written by Prince. Was written by Prince and was her only U.S. hit. Yep, she never hit the top 40 with Mandinka or anything else. Went to number one, smash hit, and that was it. (laughs) That was all they wrote in the U.S. anyway for Sinead. But, you know, I loved her. I mean, like a very cool voice, very different thing for the 80s, um, you know, which was awesome. But it was also produced, the song was produced by uh, another former aunt, a guy named Kevin Mooney uh, from the original Ants. Ants are all over her place. Um, And. One more lady, and I have no idea uh, how to pronounce your last name, but it's Dolores. Aroorden. Aroorden. Okay, good. Uh, it's uh, close to what I was going to go for, I think. But, uh, and, uh, ooh, are you playing a little bit? I'm
1: trying to hear it in my head. <laughs>
0: well, um, let me tell you, who, uh, for the folks at home who are playing along, uh, just so they know who Dolores is, uh, I wrote a little limerick. Because, well, because it's St. Patrick's well, Day. Well, it is St. Patrick's Day and all. So here it is. There once was a band called Cranberries, whose singer looked much like a fairy. That alternative band from Limerick, Ireland, sang this song that you'll hear called "Zombie." I'm very impressed. Thanks. You know, there there were actually there. I didn't even know there was a place called Limerick, Ireland. but that's where they're from, and so I had to write a limerick for it. So, you know, well, it's better than the one from Nantucket. So that's good. Well, cool. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not really sure how that one ends. Nobody finishes it. Um. <laughs> All right, so um, uh, enough of the ladies there. Uh, although, th- there is, I mean, this is a segue. You've got Lady in Red. Do you know that song?
1: Uh, the lady in red is go. dancing with me cheek to cheek. Yeah, he's great.
0: All right, so, so the man that we blame for that song is called Chris DeBerg. And he won't yeah. pay the ferryman. And he will not. But we will play. Don't pay the ferryman. He, uh, yeah. Before he was known as as the schlocky balladeer of Lady in Red, he was doing very cool prog rock, uh, or art rock, or whatever you wanted to call it at the time, uh, including the song "Don't Pay the Ferryman." And any of you kids at home, you know, had the MTV back when they played music and everything like that, probably remember uh, the very cool, um, you know, video for that one. I mean, I just loved whenever they would get around to playing that. It was awesome. And uh, uh, again, around that same time, the early days of MTV, one of the biggest concerts of all time, Live Aid, organized by Bob Geldof of Dublin. The Boomtown Rats. <laughs> and yes, he was the leader of the band The Boomtown Rats. And in case you don't know, uh, the song that they're known for was actually inspired by a school shooting in California in 1979. Uh, you know, just, I mean, believe it or not, they've been having, I'm not making light of this at all, We, we having the, the, the hassle or the, the um, tragedy, the tragedy of, f- school of school shootings, shootings ever since, uh, probably before this one, but this was in 1979. And, uh, and, and the public was devastated. And, and the shooter's explanation for her actions was, she didn't like Mondays. I don't like Mondays. And Geldof said it was such a senseless act. It was the perfect senseless act. And this was the perfect senseless reason for doing it. And perhaps I wrote the perfect senseless song to illustrate it. So uh, we will check that tune out. It is a great song, uh, even if it does have uh, a very sad um, story behind it. You might want to point out, too, that Bob Geldof,
1: for those who don't know, was the protagonist or played Pink, essentially, in Pink Floyd's The Wall. Indeed. He was the main character. And speaking of senseless, they shaved his eyebrows
0: off. That is senseless. That was senseless. Uh, and here's a, also a senseless uh, fact: is that I've never seen Pink Floyd The Wall. I even looked for it on on uh, Prime or something like that. I couldn't find it. Or maybe they were charging too much for it. I don't know. I'll, have to, <laughs> I'll look. I'll look for it again.
1: There is no price too large to pay to view that film. All right, I'll take that in. I will in tell you. Place. Back in my college days, when I was. Uh, managing a video store that was our most stole <laughs> video cassette. We had to replace it so many times because people constantly rented it and never returned it.
0: Oh, kids! Kids at home, please return your movies uh, be to Blockbuster. Finally, be kind. Rewind. <laughs> if if you could just leave it on the stoop of whatever business is at, at, here, Blockbuster. Now, <laughs> there's I, don't a, I think there
1: is a nail salon in there now.
0: <laughs> but you know, they had the same problem at the the public library here for uh, Teenage Strangler, the '60s slasher film filmed here in Huntington. But that's a little local stuff for you. That's okay. Um, but we are going to wrap things up uh, on our. Um, very special Irish edition of album sides with a couple of the uh, probably the farthest thing from traditional Irish music as you could possibly get. They're hard rock classics. Uh, The first one's going to be from the great Thin Lizzy, uh, whose entire original lineup, including frontman Phil Lynott, were Irish. Uh, In fact, Lynott's previous band's guitarist left the band to work at the Guinness Beer Factory.
1: And well, you know, I,
0: I I would if I lived in Dublin and had the option of playing
1: music in a band or working in the Guinness factory, I would have a serious. That
0: would be tough. I would have That's a t- tough time deciding. Well, there's nothing more Irish than working at the Guinness factory. But anyway, so uh, so we are going to to play some Thin Lizzy. Um, you have any requests, Billy? Well, there's so many, but you know, there's always. <laughs> you
1: know, they're classic. Boys are back in town, yeah. but Jailbreak, one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, Romeo is a great one. So many, so many great songs nice. they did.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll probably do Jailbreak. That's usually my go-to. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, Boys are back in town, of course, is a is a classic. Um,
1: and kind of becoming the Hooligans' homecoming. It is the anthem. Hooligans' Homecoming.
0: and you know, uh, Hooligans is well, uh, r- sort of around the corner. Yeah, um, uh, we're looking forward to that again this year. And uh, and another uh, metal classic. Uh, that will go right along with it, is Rainbow in the Dark by Ronnie James Dio. But wait, isn't Ronnie James Dio American? I thought he was. Well, he is. Or was. And so is his drummer, Vinnie Apice. So, what's with the whole Irish thing? All right, uh, the bass player, Jimmy Bain, is Scottish. Close, but no cigar. no, No cigar. But he did play with Phil Lina and Thin Lizzy at some point. But that doesn't really count.
1: I don't think. Oh, you're doing your thing there, though. I am doing you're, my thing. You're so. connecting. You're so, connecting I know, the dots. I know. I
0: can always connect. Uh, we can always do a six degrees of Ireland. Um, <laughs> but the band did include an Irish member and guitarist Vivian Campbell, who of course went on to work with White Snake and is currently with Def Leppard. Um, so, but we we will play Rainbow in the Dark because it's cooler uh, than the stuff that he did with Def Leppard. Even if you're a Leopard fan, I just don't even know any songs that he played on. Like you know. Uh, he came in so late um, in the game and everything. So anyway, all right, kids. Uh, Billy, it's good to have you. It was such a pleasure to do this. I hope
1: you will have me on again sometime. I
0: absolutely will. It'll be good. And uh, folks, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, Al, Kendall, Al Kendall's Album Sides. Like us, follow us, do all that. Uh, the podcast, of course, you found it somehow, so do that again. But it's on Buzzsprout, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and if you really want um, a thrill, <laughs> go to Spotify and check out the Al Kendall's Album Sides. That's A L B U M Sides album um, and to that profile. And what I do is I, I have this podcast listed, but I also have the playlist afterwards. So all the songs that we talk about, you can listen to following that. And I still promise one day to get that done on iTunes if I ever – uh, get an iTunes account. So, um, if you all, uh, <laughs> if you know anything about the iTunes, you know, feel free to to let me in on all the secrets. And until next time, kids, keep it in the groove.